Yeah, welcome back to another amazing bonus trivia episode of Silent Screaming Resurrected. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Yes, I forgot to say, was there even? Oh, what were you asking? Or did we have an opening? No, we just started. (laughs) Oh, I thought that was your. Oh yeah. Wow. We, you know, everyone's favorite episodes are the bonus episodes because that's when we're already drunk and more fun. Yeah. Drinking brings out our truest selves. Our truest selves. From Alcoholics Anonymous. Neither of us know what's going on at this point. So, yes. I really don't. I literally have no idea what's going on ever. Ever. I I need more people to listen to the bonus episodes because looking at the like listener metrics it drops off for bonus and i get it but y'all well if you're they're here, you're so much better so. in my humble opinion i mean i've had it's already a good time yeah. uh, we did forget to say in the episode about cocaine bear um well i always try to say something about to keep the the asmr spirit alive in our podcast um who do you think was the um oh asmr hero asmr hero of the movie your whispers are so Oh, was it aggressive? Our ASMR hero of the movie. Was that better? Yeah, that was better. Um, I would have to say um, the ASMR hero of the movie would probably have to be the bear because it never says anything. That's true. He does roar, though. Or she does roar. Well, you know, we can't all be perfect. Or, or it could, be, could be the bags of cocaine. Shift slightly, mm-hmm. or it could be the the crunchy leaves on the ground. <laughs> yeah, cocaine and cocaine and uh, camping ASMR coming mm. to Ooh, the crackling fire. Yeah, mm. the powdery sounds. I don't know. I don't know what cocaine is. I've never. I never. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't. Lie. You literally admitted your deepest darkest secrets in the last episode. Mom and dad, I've never done cocaine. I don't know if they can actually hear in here, but sometimes, though, I do say, like, controversial things on the podcast just to, like, figure out if they're listening or not, you know? Mm -hmm. Because then they'll be like, you said that you did this, and then I'm like, I know you listen, you're fake. That's a trick and you passed. Wait, that's a Mm -hmm. test and you passed. You can't pass. It's a trick. Um, But yeah, so if they ask me about it, then I'll know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, anyways, I'm going to do a little trivia about the real story that Cocaine Bear is based on. Ooh. And Jordan is going to be a little trip. Do a- Jordan is going to do a little trivia on uh, cocaine. Nope, no cocaine. Well, mine is. Yes, mine is not necessarily trivia. It's I have um, five separate stories of the most gruesome real life bear attacks IRL. Ooh, ooh, well, I'll um, start off on that similar vein. Also, sidebar, this is something I discovered in my trivia, uh, looking for the real story of the bear. Do you know that he, so they also called the real one Cocaine Bear in like the stories about it and everything, but they also called him something that I kind of wish, I feel like the movie would have had, I feel like it would have been a better title than Cocaine Bear, calling it, um, 
Pablo Escobar. Oh my gosh. Yes. That was his other name. Pablo Escobar. That is so funny. Maybe it was too so, long. Um, maybe. I don't know. I feel like that's just such a funny name. Or at least, like, I thought, I don't think they ever said it in the movie. I think that would have been really funny. But I guess, like, the movie is set in the 80s, so it would have been pre Pablo Escobar, right? Isn't that? Because he's more recent. Was he more like 90s? I think so. Okay. Maybe. Um, I'll start off because I have a couple of questions. Oh, okay. Questions, actually. Cool. And this one's very related, actually, to your to your topic that you're covering in this episode. Oh, okay. Um, I have, and this is multiple choice, if you'd like it. How many people have been killed by black bears since 1900, as aka in 123 years? Mm. Do you want the multiple choice? Yeah. Is it A, 67 people? B, 13 people? C, 150 people? Or D, 40 people? I want to I want to say 67 or 40, but 40 seems too specific. So I'm going to say 67. You're correct. Woo! I figured Which... it wasn't 150 cuz that's too high. 40 mm -hmm. seemed right, but like for like exactly 40, I didn't wasn't buying it. So but like 67 people in 123 years, that means they're killing on average less than a person a year. Like Yeah which is very low. Um, yeah. And I did find this out too. This is like on the same train of things. There's about 750,000 black bears in North America. Mm -hmm. um, meaning they, again, kill less than one person on a year per average or per year on average, uh, which means you're also about 60,000 times more likely to be murdered by a human. Um, oh, yeah. Also more likely, yeah. You're also more likely to be killed by a domesticated dog <gasps> be bees or being struck by lightning. Oh than shit! Being killed by a black bear. Okay, that's how unlikely it is that you're going to be. Yeah. By a See, black we're bear. we're pro bears. Now a grizzly bear, different. Oh, but black bear. That's why I, I remember watching the movie and being like, these people are like, at, especially at the beginning, they were very under. Like, they weren't reacting very much. They were like, oh, cute, a bear. And I was very much like, I'd be running or, like, hiding or something immediately. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, like, black bears are not typically violent. So right. they felt fine seeing mm -hmm. one in the wild. Yeah. But anyways. Wow. Yeah. That's, now that's you know. The more question. you know. So, the more oh, you know. okay. Is it my turn? <laughs> okay. Well, I would just like to start off by just saying a couple of, like, PSAs, okay? When you do encounter a bear, stay calm. And this is all according to the National Park Society. So all national parks. Um, okay, make yourself as large as possible if you are going to fight. But like, basically, the most important thing for you to know is um, do not run. Do not climb a tree, contrary to what you might see in the movie Cocaine Bear. Um, and then be especially cautious if you see a female cub, 
or sorry, female with cubs, because she's going to be like on the defense, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And also it says to move away slowly and actually move sideways, because if you move slowly, the bear will identify you as human and not as potential prey. So if you're moving sideways versus like slowly backing up or quickly backing up, it might trigger it. Get confused. I get confused. Yes. Um, so bear attacks also just like a quick thing for you to know. I'm sure most people know this already, but, um, if it's Brown lie down, if it's black fight back. So Brown grizzly bears, if you are attacked by a Brown grizzly bear, leave your back, leave your pack, like your backpack on and play dead. So that's what you're supposed to do. Play dead. Um, it says <laughs> spread your legs to make it harder for the bear to turn you over. That's just good advice for like a lot of different scenarios. Um, Though I don't, I get that advice, but also like my inclination, if I'm like playing dead and trying to avoid being attacked by a bear is to not spread my legs. Cause that leaves like other things, other things that the family jewels, like they'd be pretty vulnerable in that situation. So yeah, I know we're supposed to do that, but I feel like I would not want to. So it says if you do have to fight back for whatever reason to aim for the face, like don't try to hit it like on its side or like in its legs, like aim for the face. Um, If it's a black bear, um, do not play dead. Actually, you should try to escape to a secure place, such as a car or a building. Um, if it's not possible, just use any object you can try to hit in the face. So re- great advice from the National Park Society. Thank you so much, National Park Society. Um, okay, so um, our first real life bear attack. This one's called Night of the Grizzlies. This happens in the 60s. Okay. On one tragic night in the summer of 1967, two young women were killed by grizzlies in two separate attacks inside Montana's majestic Glacier National Park. Um, Both of the women were 19 years old and they were actually both employees at two of the park's lodges. They embarked on an overnight backpacking trip with friends on August 12th. So unknown to them, grizzlies had been spotted near lodges and campsites within the past few weeks. Um, They were attracted by people leaving out like their food and their garbage because back then they didn't have um, bear proof trash cans, which is, I guess, the thing now. And just to recap, I did get all of my sources from history.com. So, you know, it's right. Um, Okay, so in 1967, two girls, they were both 19 years old. They actually both worked at the um, Glaciers National Park in Montana. Um, The girls' names were Julie Helgeson and Michelle Coons. Apparently, there were a lot of grizzly bear sightings like a few weeks prior to these girls deciding that they were going to go camping out in the forest or out in the national park. Um, And so a lot of the bears had been getting into the trash and whatnot. So there were some grizzly bear sightings in the area because of that. Um, so they decided to sleep outside under a canopy of stars without a clue that their campsites were about to be raided by hungry and aggressive grizzlies. So Helgeson and a friend were awoken in the pre-dawn hours by a large grizzly sniffing at their sleeping bags. They tried to play dead, but the grizzly sunk his teeth and claws into both of them and dragged Helgeson away as she screamed for help. She was found hours later by a search party, badly wounded, and died before the rescue helicopter reached the hospital. 
So the other girl, Julie Coons, um, and her friends, they had more of a warning, but a similar awful outcome. Uh, their camp was raided by a, gri- by a grizzly as they cooked dinner, but thinking the animal was sated. Is that a word? Sad? Yeah. Sated? Mm-hmm. Like, it was satisfied. Mm. I was like, they spelled sedated wrong. Um, thinking the animal was sated. They moved down to a beach to spend the night. The bear returned at 4.30 a.m. And while their friends, sorry, while her friends were able to um, climb up some nearby trees, Coons was brutally mauled. The bear bit her, bit off her arm and she succumbed to her injuries before help arrived. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Very, very uh, brutal. If you want to read more about this, you can read it in the 1969 book Night of the Grizzlies by Jack Olson. Um, but yeah, that was, um, the very first story I have to two poor girls. They both worked at, um, in the national parks, but they, they apparently were like two unrelated incidences that happened on the same night, which I think is just actually really crazy. Um, but yeah, just to like, keep it short. That's we'll what just, I was going to say, I was going to yeah. say, grizzlies are a whole nother story. They're, they're vicious, vicious. They're vish. Vicious. So as I learned of Leonardo DiCaprio's experience in The Revenant. Vicious. Mm-hmm. That whole scene um, was crazy. That was one of the, like, at the time, that was one of the most fucked up, I feel like, mainstream violence sequences that I've seen all the time. I was just like, yeah. So disturbing. And it was on for so long, and you're like, oh my god, die already. Mm-hmm. Just die. But it never did. Um, so to give my sources for the rest of this, um, I got my stuff from mainly, primarily from the New York Times, an article by Amanda Holpunch. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and I also did get Amanda Holpunch. Holpunch, P U C H. Holpunch. Okay. I like Holpunch better though. Um, <laughs> also got some details from a Variety article and Wikipedia as well. Okay. Um, some of the details, like I read a lot of different articles, and they kind of differ depending on what you're reading so i don't really know what the exact truth is of a lot of this but it feels like the more i read this was like the average of what i found was like these details so okay firstly again if you don't know cocaine bear is based on a true story but when we say that we mean very loosely based i also had listened in the past to a podcast i think it was actually my favorite murder again karen kilgariff covered it in there um talked about it and Basically, the beginning of Cocaine Bear is pretty accurate. Like, there was... So, in the New York Times article, they said, Cocaine was apparently dropped from a plane piloted by Andrew Thornton, a convicted drug smuggler who died September 11th in Knoxville, Tennessee, because he was carrying too heavy a load while parachuting. So, he didn't hit his head on the airplane, or we don't know for sure. He could have. But he... The uh, medical examiner was basically assume that he died because the cocaine on his body was too heavy for the parachute that oh my gosh supposed to save him oh no um uh the bureau said that the bear was found so there was a bear found um but it was found dead it died pretty quickly we think um friday which i don't know what the specific date is of that it just said friday um in, in northern georgia among 40 opened plastic containers with traces of cocaine dang um so that leads me to my next question 
Okay. How many pounds of cocaine were recovered in the forest? Pounds. I'm going to guess... Uh, that seems like a lot in my head. Um, I have a gonna... choice for this too, if you'd like it. Are you just going to give me random numbers? I actually typed them out so it doesn't seem like I'm coming up with it on the floor. Okay, yes, then do that. I turn you down, sorry. Okay, so is it A, 100 pounds? That's a lot. B, 300 pounds? Oh, that's way C, too much. 600 pounds? Or D, 900 pounds. Oh my gosh. Well, I thought 100 was way too much. I was going to guess closer to like 40 pounds. <sighs> but it can't be 100 because that's random. 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. 300 pounds of cocaine. That is wild. I'm going to guess 100, but something's telling me it's the 300 one. Your gut, I believe, is correct. I'm double-checking because I actually don't know why. I didn't write down my correct answer, but... Okay. The investigator searched... Yes, no, I did find it. The investigator searched the surrounding area and found more than 300 pounds of Oh, my God. In a search that lasted several months. And in that search, they also found a dead bear. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. 300 pounds. So he, when they recovered the actual plane that crashed and also, uh-huh. so combining the, what was found in the plane, what was found on Andrew Thornton's person and what was found in the forest and what was assumed eaten by the bear, they think that he was traveling with about 880 pounds of cocaine on the plane. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. How also, do you even have that much? Like that doesn't even like make sense in my brain. <laughs> Like, I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's actually all I'm going to say now. I'm going to let you go because I'm going to just keep talking. Okay, okay. Um, this one is pretty freaking crazy. Okay, buckle up. Um, I'm so sorry. This does take place in Japan, so I'm going to try not to butcher these names. But this one's called the Sankebestu. Sankebestu. San Kibetsu. Okay, we got there. Brown bear attacks. <laughs> San Kibetsu. Brown bear attacks of 1915. So we're going a little bit back in time. Um, a so, little bit back in time. A little bit back in time. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to skip some of this like verbiage here. But um, basically, like this island off of like the mainland of Japan um, is home to a bunch of brown bears. So it's not uncommon to see these guys hanging out. But the worst of the bear attacks took place in 1950 in December. And it actually took place over the course of a whole week when a ravenous bear awoke early from hibernation and went on an entire killing spree in the frontier outpost of San Kibetsu that ended with seven people dead, mostly women and children. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like an actual serial bear killer serial killer a serial bear. bear yeah serial bear 
The hungry and agitated bear, which weighed 750 pounds and measured nine feet long, killed its victims by... This is like where it gets really crazy. Killed its victims by stalking them in their own homes. Even when the town assembled an army security squad, it was unable to stop the mostly daily attacks. The bear was wounded multiple times by gunfire, but kept returning to claim more victims, including a pregnant woman and an infant. Can you just oh imagine, like, being in your home and, like, looking outside and there's, like, a bear? <laughs> like, I see you. So, finally, how it all ended is they had to bring in professional bear hunters um, to come in and kill this thing. So... This traumatized most of the the villagers, and so they ended up most of them all moved away from San Cabezu. Yeah, uh, but I now, <laughs> but there's if you go to San Cabezu now, there's actually a shrine that's still there to this day that commemorates everybody that lost their lives in this vicious attack. But I have never heard of a bear going on a fucking killing spree for and a like, week. Oh my, this is like women and children. That's that's actually more that's actually more unbelievable than like a bear eating cocaine personally yeah honestly, i've never i've never honestly. heard of that like what i have so many questions like what caused it like why was it so ravenous like why was it stalking these people i don't know i've never heard of that but i thought that one was wild Oof, Jesus Christ. That's Jesus insane. Christ. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that to be, I didn't expect there to be a story so crazy. That's like. Well, and like, I've never heard of it either. So, but yeah, apparently it really happened. And there's a shrine. There's just so many things. I was listening to, I think I plugged My Favorite Murder three times on this podcast, but listening it's to a good podcast. They, on my drive to East Texas, and they talked about a, it's very unrelated, but they talked about a race, a race car, a racetrack, like, death or like mass massive um like massacre that happened at a i don't know what specific type of racing event it used to be like early in the like 60s and 70s i think okay in, uh france and it was like the most horrifying thing i've ever heard and like i've never heard of it before it was basically about this like some sort of event where like mercedes and like all these different car brands would like race these cars but the men who were racing were not wearing seatbelts, and they were also in like cars without roofs i feel like it's like the early days of formula one basically is what it sounds like to me but like without seat belts and without roofs and without protection all that wow and like okay. one of the cars flew into the audience and like <gasps> killed 84 people and in, in like including women and children and like beheaded a bunch of people it's like horrifying literally like it said one guy like looked up after it happened and the guy he was just talking to like was sitting there without a head Oh my god. Like one of the most crazy things I've ever heard and like never heard a a word about that before. It was wild. But what year was this? I think it was in the sixties or seventies. Oh my god. Yeah, I wanna say that's correct. That is horrifying. Okay, well that's just in there. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Sorry, I was so (laughs) off topic. Um um, okay, so it is speculated that the bear ate up to 75 pounds of cocaine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> According to the medical examiner, the cocaine filled his stomach to the brim <gasps> and was worth approximately, just the cocaine found in his stomach was worth approximately $2 million at the time, um, which in adjusted for inflation nowadays is about $5 million in today's money. Oh my God. 
That bear so, couldn't have been like, oh, this tastes good. I'm just going to keep eating this. That's wild. That's like, so okay. his, his entire stomach was full of it. And the, the medical examiner also said, like, he couldn't nail down, like, a specific, like, I mean, obviously the cocaine was the cause of death. Like, that is the cause of death. All but, right. like, when a, when a organism of any kind ingests that much cocaine, especially mm-hmm. a bear, like, everything would have happened. Like, he would have gone into cardiac arrest, and, like, he also would have had a stroke and a seizure. And, like, everything that could happen, like, every organ would have shut down simultaneously. So, like, everything that could go wrong went wrong in that bear's body. That bear just went... That's so like, sad. Boom. That makes me really sad, actually. Yeah. Um, so this is a question, I, a question I have. Okay. Um, so after the bear died, and after it was autopsy, it was sent to a taxidermist, and the taxidermist stuffed it, and oh. made it look mm-hmm. all pretty. Um, and just to make things interesting for this, la- this is the last question I have. Um, if you get this right, I have to take a shot. Oh, okay. If I get If you do not get this right, then you have to take a shot. Okay. Okay. So, the taxidermy body of the real cocaine bear was owned for a period of time by a now-dead country singer. Ooh. Who was it? And I have multiple choice because I'm not a <sighs> Okay. So, was it A, Tammy Wynette, B, Kenny Rogers, C, Waylon Jennings, or D, Naomi Judd. I don't think it's Naomi Judd. I don't think it's Miss Tammy. Miss Tammy? (laughs) That just feels like so not like a female thing to do. (laughs) That's fair. But... (laughs) Um, what were the guys named? Kenny Rogers or Waylon? Kenny Rogers and Waylon Jennings. I'm gonna go with Waylon Jennings. How did you do that? Because I feel like I would have known if it was Kenny Rogers. And it didn't sound like a female thing. You should have given me more obscure country people. So I read something and I'm kind of blurring on the details, but I know Waylon Jennings is like one of the I don't remember what the specific group was called that included like him and uh, Willie Nelson. They're like the outlaws, basically. They're like the the bad boys of the country community. And he had, I think he had a problem with cocaine. Uh... And I, so I think there was something to do with him like owning that bear to be like a, like it was symbolic for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was given to him by a friend, but we're going to, I'm going to take a shot. Shot, 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 shot. <laughs> All right, Pepper, go out. Um, and I'll also say, until this day, after Waylon Jennings owned it, because Waylon Jennings, like I said, was dead. And it went to someone else. And I think it was a, I think it was auctioned off to someone for like $200. Literally, that's all it was sold for. For $200? Um, yeah, the body of this bear. For $200. And then the, oh, there, oh. Was a, oh. there was a, there was a, Kentucky, where it is now, basically was like a Kentucky um, mercantile store. Yeah, yeah, I and remember they seeing bought, that. They bought it from that person's wife, because I think he also died, for like 
they didn't even pay anything for it. They, she just said, like, as long as you pay for shipping, you can have it because I don't want this fucking bear in my house. <laughs> so it's still to this day in a store called, I think it's Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall is what it's called. It's in Lexington, Kentucky. Interesting. Yeah. I remember seeing that it was off. somewhere in Kentucky when we went to go to Alamo and they kind of like had a little thing about it, but I saw a picture of it. It's, it's significantly smaller than the one obviously used in the movie. It looks like a mid-sized bear rather than like a big-ass bear like the one in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised it could fit that much cocaine in it, but who mm-hmm. am I to judge? Yeah, it was only 175 pounds, I think, the whole bear. Dang. Okay. So yeah, little baby bear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the third one I have is called the gruesome end of the grizzly man. So Timothy Treadwell made a name for himself as a friend of the grizzlies. Now this take this takes place in two thousand and three. So actually, kind of recently. Um. So he um was in Alaska. Cat. Oh gosh, I'm gonna get so much hate for this. Cat. Can't. Cat. My. Katmai National Park, Alaska. Never heard oh. of it. Um, where he documented his um, his close encounters and close relationships with these majestic and much feared animals, according to the article. So for 13 years, Treadwell spent his springs and summers in the park, filming himself, having playful interactions with the, with the bears and blah blah blah. You know, like your typical, whatever. So. Um, tragically, his most famous appearance came in the 2005 documentary called Grizzly Man, which apparently is a documentary you can go and watch. I don't know how you can. I'm assuming maybe like Amazon Prime, um, which chronicles how Treadwell's obsession with grizzlies came to a horrifying end. On October the 5th, 2003, Treadwell and his girlfriend, Amy, were mauled and killed by a starving grizzly bear in their tent. Chillingly, this is the creepy part. Chillingly, Treadwell had his camera rolling, but because the lens cap was on, it only captured the audio. So you literally, like someone had, like the filmmaker of this documentary, had the audio of them being mauled to death by this bear. The filmmaker was called Warren, or his name was Warner Herzog. Um, he was one of the few people who had like, Oh, you know him, you and Mr. Herzog are friends. Um, and so he's one of the, so Herzog is one of the few people that actually got to hear the recording, but as soon as he heard it, he was like, destroy it. We can't put this in the documentary. So unfortunately it has since been destroyed. It was not featured in the documentary, but little creepy chilling thing. I would not want to hear someone dying because they probably were like choking on their own blood. Mm. Like Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ. Um, okay, polar bear attacks this is what we're gonna talk about for like a hot second. Polar bear attacks on British teenagers, no doubt. Um, in 2011, which is crazy because I haven't heard about this. In 2011, a group of British teenagers were on a month-long Arctic adventure in Norway. So first Ooh. of all, that's gonna be a no for me. Okay, we don't like cold. Um, so they were kind of hoping to catch a rare glimpse of these polar bears, uh, but no one expected such a dreadfully close encounter. <laughs> one that claimed the life of a 17-year-old boy with dreams of becoming a doctor. His name was Horatio Chapel. He was one of 80 students that was taking part of this expedition. 
Um, the teens were excited to explore the wilderness, yada, yada. Polar bears were kind of known um, to the area. Um, they're also a known threat in Svalbard, which is where they were camping. The parents had been assured that all participants would be equipped with pin flares to scare off the bears and that they were going to go through the proper protocols. I was going to um, say, not to interrupt you, but the I follow a girl who lives in Svalbard on TikTok. Oh, uh-huh. And she, have you ever seen her? She does like a no. day in the life of living in Svalbard. And she, her videos are very interesting because like she makes it very clear that like every time you go outside, you should have like a rifle because like that's Really? Because of polar bears? Polar bears. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, that's what she says at least. It's like always. I mean, I believe it. Food. Yeah. That's okay well that's cool send me her tiktoks i don't know look at those um so when the expedition started and they hit the ice they quickly realized that they actually didn't have enough pin flares to go around for everyone to have one um and also some weren't working properly so they were obviously not prepared um the gun was carried uh, by chapel's group leader um sorry the gun carried by chapel's group leader was an old rifle like you said um that the adult leaders weren't around weren't a Oh my gosh, hello. Weren't well trained to use. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. Um, so as fate would have it, a starving polar bear entered Chapel's camp unnoticed while the teens slept. It always happens while you're sleeping in the tent. Just don't sleep in, maybe just don't go camping. Um, it ripped into the tent and bit one of his companions on the head before mauling Chapel, who was dragged from the tent and killed. In addition to Chapel's death, four other members on the expedition were um, more seriously injured by the polar bear, including two adult leaders who struggled to kill the bear with a rifle. They eventually got it to work, but like they clearly like were not well trained in how to use a rifle. But yeah, the poor boy died because of the unpreparedness of these adult leaders in the group. Um, I was about to say, so, it sounds like no one went in knowing how they should handle this situation. So. No, like, I don't, 80 kids, 80, yeah, 80 kids, that's a lot. Like, as an adult, going into polar bear territory, not knowing how to use a rifle and also being responsible for other people's children, like, that's just so, it gives me so much anxiety just thinking about it. Because um, so mm-hmm. I used to work at a preschool and even, like, looking after children in a very controlled environment was very stressful, so I cannot imagine. Wait, when did you do that? Oh, that was like right after college, right? Yeah, that was like my very, very, very first job when I moved here. Don't recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, oof, oof, children are the worst. I it was a great form of birth control you. for sure. Yeah, like, substitute teaching was also a great form of birth control. Mm-hmm. I only subbed for junior high and high school, and those kids were fucking um, demons. Demons. Um, yeah, just be nice. Like, I don't know why kids are such assholes these days. Such assholes. Um, okay, this is the last one. This one is also pretty freaking crazy. It's a black bear rampage through hot springs. Um, the Laird River Hot Springs, um, (laughs) park in British Columbia, Canada, is a paradise amidst, (laughs) I cannot read (laughs) Amidst the boreal forest, boreal, boreal forest. Okay. 
So blah 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 blah. I know we have a lot of fans in Canada, so they can handle it. It's fine. Canadians, eh? Yeah, they they can handle it. On August fourteenth, nineteen ninety seven, Patty McConnell and her two kids needed a break from a long road trip from Texas to Alaska and decided to pull over at the hot springs. So I'm gonna admit something that's like so embarrassing, real quick. Tell me why I just found out today, today that Alaska is attached to Canada. <laughs> I literally, I was like, I read that and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I didn't know you could drive it. I was like, I didn't know you could drive to Alaska. So I was like, oh yeah, I guess you can. So it's like all connected. I looked at it on a map. I was like, wait, so you mean it to... You mean to tell me what we... What? What do you think it was connected to? I thought it was like an island. Like a giant... <laughs> mm, yeah, so I'm dumb. But it's okay. <laughs> and I've been to Alaska. That's the worst part. <laughs> I just get in planes and don't know where I'm going. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know we owned a random piece of land, like, up above Canada. Crazy. Anyway. It's, it's weird. Anyway, yeah, I didn't know that. But to be fair, I didn't really learn geography in school. Because we had we had no, we had nuns. Okay, we didn't have like actual teachers, so instead of geography, we were praying. Okay, moving. Geography is a sin. <laughs> Traveling to different places is a sin. Some it's a uh, and I, I learned all the, all about the different sins. There's a venial sin and a mortal sin. That sounds like some Catholic shit. I don't even know that. Yeah, I don't. I, I think raised, I may have made that up, actually. There's, I was there's raised non-denominational. That's some really scary ASMR for you. Some religious trauma ASMR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So anyway, McConnell and her 13-year-old son, Kelly, walked down the boardwalk and up some stairs to explore the less crowded pool. That's when McConnell heard a rustling in the underbrush and turned to stare down a large black bear. She was barely able to yell out to Kelly before the bear tackled her and began to viciously maul her. So despite his size, Kelly kicked the bear in the face and beat it with the tree branch to try and save his mother. But the bear clawed him across the neck and lifted him into the air by his waist and tossed him aside in a heap. Can you imagine a bear just like picking you up and like, <clears throat> yes, the bear literally picked this kid according to history.com. Um, hearing their cries, a bystander named Ray Kitchen rushed to the scene and also tried to beat the black bear away from its two bloodied victims. The bear turned on Wait. What? This was recent, right? Like in the... 2011. Yeah, I've seen this video. There's like video of this. Uh, oh, I'm really? really positive. Yeah, I, I swear I've seen it on like TikTok or something. <gasps> I mean, I'm sure. But yeah, this was like pretty recent. Like 10... 
12 years ago. I've seen it because I definitely saw like, anyways, continue. Sorry. That is great. Okay. I'm going to have to look up the video. Um, the bear turned on kitchen, struck him, um, and struck him with such force. The way this article is written is kind of silly. Um, that the two went tumbling through a railing down a hillside where the bear fatally mauled kitchen in the neck. Ugh, that's like the worst way to go. Another man was critically wounded before two bystanders rushed in with hunting rifles and killed the rampaging animal. While McConnell also died from her wounds, her brave young boy survived Kelly. Um, they received medals of cur. Sorry, I thought Kitchen died. Oh, he, they, he just got mauled in the neck. Okay. So Kitchen and Kelly, the son, received medals of courage from the Canadian government. How wonderful. Ooh. Good for them. But that was crazy. I was like, I didn't know bears. First of all, I didn't know bears could pick people up and throw people across the forest. Yeah, maybe, now that I say that, maybe, maybe I didn't watch your video. Maybe it was a podcast now that I think about it. I'm, you just I'm like cute. saw it in your head. Yeah, because now that I think about it, it sounds more like I was told this story by like Georgia Hardstark on once again plugging for the fifth time my favorite murder. It's a great podcast. That, that my favorite murder is like what it, it's what got me into podcasts. Like that was the first mm -hmm. podcast I ever listened to. It was I still crazy. listen to it. I don't I I'm still always conflicted about the concept of true crime as like an an industry and a podcast because mm. it's like more complicated now I feel like it's like I don't know I'm too drunk to like form an intelligent thought about it but it's like welcome to my life is that all your stories yeah it's all my stories yeah that was like really good <laughs> I really enjoyed that um I was also gonna say about the Svalbard lady who I follow on TikTok um that do you know Svalbard is also where, like, you know, like, there's... I've heard about this before, before I heard about Svalbard. Um, it's where they keep the, like... Um, aliens? The, not aliens. Oh. It's where they keep all of... Not just vaccines, but all of the things, like, all the, the cures for humanity's problems are there. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, Why? Because like, it's cold? They're, like... The vaccines and things are there, I believe. Um, oh, but why, though? Before. Just because it's isolated and things keep better yeah, when so they're frozen? I'm going to plug her um, TikTok right now on our podcast. Her name is Celia Blomdahl. She okay. has 2.5 million followers on TikTok. 2.5 million. Okay. And her handle is at... I can't pronounce this, so I'm just going to spell it. It's S-E-J-S-E-J. L-I-J-A on TikTok. She's very interesting. She talks about what living in Svalbard is like, and that place is truly, like, off the map. It's like, that's her. I heard her voice. Just yeah, like, I know. She's very, it's very much about, like, she lives literally on the edge of civilization. Like, everything in their supermarket is, like, has to be imported, and it's, like, all super expensive because she lives, like, in the arctic wilderness basically. but she so has such like, cute dogs they're so cute and they're probably so happy in that climate because they're both like oh yeah and shit. oh mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna like go down a whole rabbit hole on her page okay. soon but yeah if you liked her little bonus episode uh that ended up being pretty long because we like love to talk about this shit. <laughs> we love to talk 
Um, you should rate, review, and subscribe us and follow us on our yes. social medias, our social meds, which is at Silent Screaming Podcast on Instagram Silent and TikTok. Yep. TikTok. And you can also um, email us if you have a good idea for, I don't know. Future episodes, yeah. To talk about if there's something you want to say, like, hey, I really don't like when Patrick, like, gets this drunk. Like, you should really see a special. Yeah, you got pretty toasty. Um, um, Or um, if you want to, like, give us ideas or stuff about the future. Or if you want to come be our free little podcasting editor boy girl yeah. they them we'll pay you in compliments and and we'll pay you meals. in love and and friendship and kisses sure if you want that okay i will okay. not be doing that i'll do that that's, unless that's they're simple. air kisses um, <laughs> we'll pay you in um good good times we'll hang out and have fun be friends and go out to bars in austin Jordan doesn't like to go out very much, though, but I'm going to make her go out more often. You know, I will go out if it's immediately after work and I'm already downtown or if it's right across the street from me on the south side. That's okay. South side. Um, I need to come out with y'all more down there. I'm just going to start staying on your couch or something if I want to go out to those. Yeah, come on. You're always welcome. But, um... Don't drink in podcast. Don't drink in podcast. Have a nice life. I don't know. <laughs>